to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. Uh, Valerie and I are talking about today about training and um, looking at the training plans and, the, and this idea that everybody thinks, Valerie, that they have to um, run for an hour. That's, that's like this magic number. I have to work out for an hour. I have to run for an hour. I have to do something for an hour. And, and I don't know if it's because of, and this is probably a total myth, that you don't start burning any fat until you've been working yeah. out for 40 minutes or something like that. Um, so talk about, give me an idea of, of, we were just talking about muscle elasticity and running and uh, drills versus just long runs. Um, how, do I, how do we get through to people that just going out and pounding the pavement, I hate to say that, but just that I, it has to be an hour. What is, what's wrong with that thought process? Well, it just goes into just quality versus yeah. quantity, right? And, and it's funny you say that because when I, you know, I started my life in the aerobics room and you had an hour to teach the class. Right. And I would say that to my classes, like, we are not going to waste a minute of this hour. We're going to get our heart rate up and we're going to pop you it. You come in stretch, you know ladies. I mean? We're starting at <laughs> top of the hour. Right. And if you, but you know, those ladies were ready to go mm-hmm. because the thought back then, and I'm not kidding. Was, was just like you're saying. And it was really about that. It was like calories and burning fat and all of that. And we just didn't really know. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't anything other than we didn't know. Yeah. And now we do know. But the reality is your body really, really does require a warm-up. Your body requires preparation for right. what the event's going to be. And then the event itself needs to be diff- different lengths of time because the body has four energy systems. And if you just simply use the same one over and over and over, it leads to injury. Well, it leads yeah. to, you know, chronic, you know, it leads to fatigue. And we talked about that too. We were talking about if you do anything, if you don't do running, if you do martial arts, if you do, I was using piano. I use piano as a great example because I don't just sit down at the piano and start playing a song. It, it rarely happens. And anybody that's played for any length of time will tell you they don't do that. They sit down, they start playing a little bit. Their hands are usually, you know, they're not warmed up. So they have to do some drills, right? They do some scales. They do a little bit of warm up. They maybe play a simpler song, something that they just know from rote. Then they get into doing the, the meat of what they're doing. So maybe they sat down at the piano for an hour, but the actual play time mm-hmm. is really 20 minutes, right. maybe 30 minutes. But they're at the piano for an hour. So that's what we're saying about running. When we say go out and, and you're going to do your drills and you're going to do your warm-up, and we talked about this a bit last week, you do your warm-ups, right? You do the, your 8 by 200s right? And then you do your cool-down. And at the end, you've done an hour. At the end, you've done your five miles. But how do you get people past that idea that that is five miles? That is the workout. Well, I think it just <laughs> – I think it goes into – um, we're just changing the way you kind of structure your workout. Okay. And so then, because for, for a lot of years, I was the same person, you know, just like the hour in aerobics. When I started running, I was like, I didn't want to miss a second of running. Right. And so I, you know, I was guilty. I would just run, you know, and like you thought, well, you just run a little slower in the beginning and that's like a warm up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> you know exactly what, I mean? what you think. And so, <laughs> and so then what happens is it's like anything else. It's like you, you didn't prepare the body. And then when things do happen, because again, we are, 
here to help you run pain-free, when something does come back to get you, you have to think about, well, what am I doing in my training to make sure I'm not getting injured, to right. make sure I am getting to the goals that I want to get with running. Well, and let's think about that, guys. If I go out and I think, well, I'm not going to do my drills. I'm just going to, quote, unquote, run slower or run easier to warm up. I'm actually reinforcing the wrong movement. Right. And then I'm trying to, okay, 15 minutes in, switch gears yeah. into the right movement. Right. We got to understand how, how flawed that thinking is. And so if I, if I try to think that, really what I have to do is no, I have to put my brain and my body into the correct movement by doing those drills, by doing static, isolated movements, making sure my muscles are feeling elastic, the elasticity, and then go out and do my run. Right. Which, I mean, just it starts to make sense. And when that starts to become part of your routine, then it's just part of your routine. But it has to become part of that. <laughs> and right. so that's where the challenge comes in is, you know, like anything else, none of us love change. Right. right. And if I've been doing something one way for a long time, and you, unfortunately, like I said, since we get a lot of people injured, right, then we're saying to them, we're going to help you to get back to that routine you love, but you have to recognize that you have to treat your body in a way that can support that routine. And you have to unlearn those, those incorrect movements. Well, you're not going to unlearn them. Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to develop new patterns. Okay. You can't, unfortunately, unlearn, but you can put a new pattern together. So that's why the repetition of the practice is so important. Right. And think about it. Running is a repetitive movement. I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. So if I'm doing that correctly, I just have less likely of a chance to get injured. So the purpose of training is to prepare you for that event. Yeah. So okay. we, you know, in our training plans, we have three days of, it's called, in my, in my world, those three days are days that are, you know, intent wise. Right. You know what you're going to do for that day. So right. just like she said, we do a short interval day, which by the way, are in so many running plans now. Yeah. So we're really not like going so far away anymore. It's just the understanding is that you get a skill drill warm-up, the quality of that is valuable. Right. And so if I spend 15 to 20 minutes doing a combination of skill drills with running, it's a combination warm-up for my short interval workout, just like Caroline said at the end of it, you probably spent an hour. Yeah. But you can't be like, oh my gosh. I didn't do five miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, then, and then on the days, by the way, that you do run your five miles, because we do have, of course, longer running in there then you're really going to enjoy the five miles more than you did before. Right. Because it's a different intent with that. With and that. so when you're talking about intense, intent, um, and this is why Valerie and I get along so well, is even though my other coach was not a post coach, he believed in quality running, not quantity, and that each run should have a specific purpose of what you're trying to accomplish. So we had track workouts that were short intervals, we had um, a medium day where you just went out and ran your five miles, but you didn't run more than right. just, you did a five mile loop. We had hill repeats, which was kind of, he used to joke that it was uh, speed work in disguise, mm -hmm. right? Because we would try to kind of run up the hill and then charge at the end of the hill. We would do different like uh -huh. uh, speeds, I guess. Um, and then of course you had the long run, but it was always a specific, what am I focused on today? And so that's what you're trying to say by these intentions. Today, I'm looking at finding my fall or holding my fall for different periods of time. Other times, I'm looking at maybe that, that rhythm we were talking about last week of that cadence in alignment with the, the fall, right? And then other
other it times. It always goes back to the fall. Right, right. <laughs> but I mean, it's different. It's well, always about course, the fall, but it's the intent of the fall, right? right? It, it no, and even on our long runs, at no time do you want me to just mindlessly lace up and go out and run for an hour. Well, because I want you to be connected with your running. Yeah. I think that what we kind of forget is what is, you know, we go, always goes back to what is running. But when people talk about running as my me time, well, then connect. Like, yeah. We're helping you connect versus disconnect. So if in the training you're, like, putting on your headset, you're disconnecting. Yeah. Right? If you're only focused on the data on your watch and not what's happening inside, right. you're disconnecting. Yeah. So if my running is like, well, I don't even, if, I, if, if my running is I've got to get out my miles today or I just have to get out and run, which is fine, guys, like I said, it's fine. As long as you are, as long as the quality's there, that you're not getting injured, you are able to repeat your breath. That's what we're helping you with is if in my running I have a warm-up, I have an intent, because it's really nice to feel, you know, when you're warming up and preparing for running, it kind of gives you insight into how you're feeling this morning. Yeah. Are my hips tight? My ankles feel okay? You know, she talked about playing the piano and wiggling her fingers. I was wiggling my toes while she did yeah. <laughs> We need to wiggle our fingers and toes yeah. before we set off for a run. Right. Because we want to know we're relaxed in our ankles and our, you know, in our fingertips. So the idea then I think is that if you start to realize there's a warm-up involved, there's skill involved, and again, all the training plans are doing that, right? Yeah. There's hill repeats, there's intervals. The idea, though, is that there's intent behind it. So not only am I going out for intervals or hills or whatever the training plan says, I know how to do that. And right. that's where that skill warm-up comes in. Right. So let's talk about the, the runners that, you know, you, you even said that you work out, what, six days, almost seven days a week. Um, very rare that you take a day off. But you've been doing this for 30 years you have focus in but, I'm a but let's talk junkie yeah but let's talk <laughs> about like you said you did a five minute workout yesterday we have these people and i'm she'll get get into that five minute workout in a second but we have these people that come in we have a lot of them and i was one of these people where i work out six days a week i have to do something six days a week and and you almost jones for it, it becomes almost like a, mm -hmm. a drug so talk about that for a second and talk about how that five minutes could be just as efficient and just as powerful as me going out and going to the gym for an hour. Okay, well, that's a great conversation. So we got stuck in a, in a rut of volume, and especially yeah. those of us that run distance. So we think everything's supposed to be long and supposed to be for, you know, like a lot of people don't get that runner's high unless they're out there for an hour, you know. And so, and I was that person, I still pretty much am that person. What I learned and what I try to get across to people is you really cannot expect your body to perform like that every day. Right. That's what you it know? is. It's I mean, it's, I'm expecting my body to be at that kind of that, that, yeah, that, I, that stress. You're yes. stressing your body every single day by doing it that right. way. Right. And can you really hold your form mm -hmm. for that distance or for those volumes? So what happens, what's really fun and what you can get into. So like Caroline said, I did a, I did a five minute workout last night. Um, and it was just a repeat of, it was 10 kettlebell swings, 10 hand release push-ups for five minutes. And then I'd went into a 12 minute, find your one rep max of a lift. And so the fun part is for me is push-ups are really challenging for me, by the way. And so it wasn't even just testing how many can I do in this amount of time. It's how many can I do correctly? Right. That's the key, and guys. And so then, yeah, my heart rate was up. I was holding myself to a higher standard of movement. 
And when I was done, there's a satisfaction one, it just feels good because you just did a really, like a sprint, right? Yeah. And you know you did it correctly because, again, you know how to do the movement. I know how to do a push-up. I know how to do a kettlebell swing. Right. So the quality in that is high. And at the end, I had done, I, I did almost six rounds. So I done 60 kettlebell swings and 56 push-ups. And did I feel like, oh, now I need to go do more? Yeah. No. I just gave it my all. I was done. Well, and then I think, <laughs> I think about the, the people that if, so you did that in a time Right, but real time quick, yeah. could I do a quality workout that where I said to someone, you're going to do six rounds of 10 kettlebell swings and 10 push-ups, not give them a time cap, right. but give them a standard of movement, meaning the reps don't count if they're not correct. Okay. So both of those would be high, just so you know, both of those would be high quality workouts. Right. I didn't give you a time cap, but I gave you a standard of movement. Right. And that's what I'm trying to say. So that could be the difference between a five minute workout and an hour workout or a 45 minute workout. Right. right? And so let's think about that guys. So at the end of the day, you still did 60 and 60 or whatever, but one took 45 minutes and one took five minutes. Is one better than the other? Yes. Okay. Why? How, no, that's, well, that's what we're here like, to talk about. Well, okay, then it goes back to this. So my goal for you, let's say, would be, let's say the first time you did that, because you were developing your standard of movement. Okay. And this is important. Let's say you, let's just take that workout, and we won't say 45 minutes, but let's say for her to do correctly 50 kettlebell swings and 50 push-ups, let's just say it took her 10 minutes. Okay. Let's just use that. And it took me five. Right. Right? To do those same two movements. So my goal for you would be to get better, more efficient at doing those two movements because I know they can be done a little bit faster. Okay. And as you get better at doing those movements, you would get there. Does right. That make sense? But we do have people that go out for that hour. I know. I understand that. And what we try to explain to people now, but my point is that there's the goal is when you're doing a workout is not to say, I want to extend the time. Right. Is I want to extend my efficiency okay. in being able to do it and hold good form. Right. So what I want to say to people, and we do this a lot, um, if you come into the, pro, say, like this is a good example. Say we were both going to go run 400 meters. Right. Okay. And Caroline, let's just say, takes five minutes to run 400 meters. And Valerie takes two minutes to run 400 meters. Didn't we just both run 400 meters? Right. Right? Yeah. So what we try to help people with is in something like an interval. So let's say we were just going to go running and our purpose was to do a short interval workout. Right? Mm -hmm. So, and I know that Caroline takes five minutes to run 400 meters. Right. Would I give her 400 meters? No. No. Yeah. That's what we want to help you with. Well, I guess I'm kind of trying to go with that because we've got two types of athletes that, that, that we deal with. The one athlete that's like, well, if I do my five-minute workout because I'm working efficiently and I do my five minutes, I now need to go do something for 55 minutes because I need an hour. Right. Then we've got the other person that takes the whole hour to do that five-minute workout, and they go, I spent an hour at the gym. You know, you have those two ways, and you're like, right. but wait, this person that spent the hour at the gym was probably resting three minutes in between each movement, and then were they even doing it correctly? You know what I'm saying? There's that yeah. those two sides of it. So we try to get yeah. It wanted something I, in the I middle. Know, I know. But 
And this is funny. I just had this, this said this yesterday. I don't know. I derail, but I have a woman training for a marathon. Yeah. Her first marathon ever. And she has a time goal. She doesn't just want to run this marathon. She wants to really do well. Right. right. So she's following run RX training and in run RX training, we send you out for three runs a week that are hard guys. <laughs> it's not even, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you yeah. are, you are, because there's a standard of movement. I think that's what it goes back to. Right. Right. Okay. So, but the reality is she said to me and she's changing now, but she said, cause I said, I want you to do the three days of running that are prescribed. And I want you to do two days of strength training that also are prescribed in the program. And I want a full day of recovery. Right. You know, or, and if you want to do active recovery, like, you know, you want to do a yoga or stretching or go for a hike or something, go for it. Well, what she was doing was on the days she wasn't running, I'm just doing an hour on my bike. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because in her mind, she's like, I have to do something right. every day. Right. Or I will not be a fun person to be around. Like her, my mind, my mental state yeah. isn't right unless I do this. Well, I said, if you can perform in your runs where you want to be performing while still doing those hours on the bike in between, let's see you do that. And then we'll talk about keeping that in. Now, what do you guys think? Could she do that? No, no, of course not. And then her calf was tight and my hips now. Well, that was the idea of going, when you said going for a hike, I grimaced because I thought, well, I mean, I'm just saying that you're just saying some sort of active workout. My my point is though, that her mindset was (laughs) I have to do something every day, right? I have to get that hour in. And I also told her to take her watch off when she ran. Yeah. Right. We have to do sometimes extreme things because if the ultimate goal is this performance, right? Right. So then what's happening now, she took out the biking for an hour. She took off the watch. She's running faster (laughs) in her training runs because she's connecting with running. Right. So then instead of sending, instead of saying, so, and by the way, this bothers people too in the beginning, but I don't care. Instead of giving them a mileage, Sometimes I say, go run 60 to 75 minutes. Right, right. Because I'm giving you back some control as well. What if you get to 60 and you're just done? Yeah. Well, then be done. Then be done. But what if you get to 60 and you're like, oh, I think I can keep going. Well, then you keep going. And the fun part in that, guys, is that's what we're talking about with the training and the quality is that if I'm feeling good and I'm performing well, then it's going to be a good training run. But if you're out there with just the intent of mileage or distance or I don't feel it unless it's a certain amount, then you're not really feeling the movement. Yeah, and that's kind of what I want to bring that to, that person that's like, I'm going to do the, do the five-minute workout, but then I, it's not a good workout unless I add the 55 minutes, is almost just as, and I hate to use the word bad, but it's just as not helpful as the person that's going to take that same five minutes and drag it out to an hour. Correct. Simply to drag Correct. it out to an hour. Correct. There, you you have to realize that there are two ends of any spectrum, right? And you got to find that middle ground. And that's what we really are trying to get through to you on our RunnerX podcast and in the RunnerX membership is to get off of that, get off of that distance. I have to put in the distance, but also get off of that idea that I'm a slow runner and I'm a five minute, five right, hour marathoner, right, right? right? Or I'm, I, I, Look at me. I spent two hours at the gym. I'm such a hard work. But you haven't lost any weight. 
We know a lot of people like them, and this is this is not talking weight people that are trying to lose weight, but they do the same workout five days a week. They have three hundred. Oh, this is yay! You did your three hundredth workout. Right. You look no different right. than you did a year ago. Right. You've done three hundred workouts. Right. I can guarantee you, I look a hell of a lot more <laughs> different, right. even though I only worked out three times a week. So the 300 workouts might have only well, and, right, and then also like if I did, I mean, if I did a five minute workout yesterday, you can bet tomorrow is going to be way longer. Yeah, you know that. That's what I. By the way, guys, I had to learn that too. Like when I first started doing the um, CrossFit, and I was shifting my gym from an endurance box into CrossFit. That was me. All my workouts were an hour. Yeah, minimum. Right. We go out for two, three hours. I was that person. Anyway, so I would do the same thing. I was when I first started like transitioning and doing the strength training and the high intensity, you know, the interval training, which was like, ah, and so we would do this, like, um, you know, like, like the workout I just said, um, and there's a lot more to it, right? You warm up, whatever, yeah, but let's yeah. just say the workout was a, was a 10 minute workout. And then we would finish it and be like, okay, now let's all go running. Yeah. So really what we did is we didn't really do the workout. Right. Right. What we really did is we went through the motions of the workout. We did the movements. Yeah. But we didn't really challenge ourselves to do what we could have probably done. Right. And if you never do that, I'm not saying it's every workout, right? No. Just like Caroline said, we don't do it every time. But if you never really get to that next level, you don't even know where you could be going in your run. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I want to bring up because we have, so if you come through the immersion, and you come, you come out of your first month and you start going through the stages. And if you've been following us for a while, maybe you've done the 30-day reboot. That's stage one in the membership, right? So you've, you're going to recognize it. And in the we've added little, like, go out and run for 10 minutes. You can run for 10 minutes on this day, run for 15 minutes on this day. But there are people that will be like, okay, so I did the self-care. And you said to run for 15 minutes. Now what? Right. Now, that's not enough. Right. And we're trying to tell you, but tomorrow... You're going to do this, the strength workout, and if you do it right, if you do it with, in, you know, focus, that's going to be 30 minutes or 45 minutes of focused movement. Right. And then the one after that might be another drill with a drill with a run, right? So if you follow it with intention and with quality, and don't worry about it as a five-minute workout versus a 45-minute workout versus whatever, if you just do it, you will change. Right. You're, you will change your movement. You will change your body. You will change how you run. It will work. Right. And, and I guess that's what I'm trying to kind of drill into people because we have people that have been with us for months that are on these two ends of the spectrum that say, well, I stretched it out. You said to only do 10 minutes, but I went ahead and did it for an hour. You know, you right. said, <laughs> and, and now my calves hurt. Right. And then we have the other side that says, well, I did that five-minute workout, but then I went ahead and, and biked for an hour, and now my calves hurt. Guys, it, that's, the, right. that's what's causing the problem. That's what's causing the pain. Please stop. Right. <laughs> so how do, let's, let's wrap that up. So if I'm, if, if I'm one of those people that just feels like I have to, I have to go out and do an hour every day, I have to get my miles in, because um, you did just have this conversation with somebody, what would you recommend if, if they're well, still feeling injured, they're still not progressing? Well, I mean, you have to just be willing to, I mean, on, there's a point where you have to just finally say, I need to be doing more than I'm doing. Okay. Not more volume, guys. Right. Just change or changing what I'm currently changing doing. Changing what I'm currently if doing. If what I'm doing isn't working, it needs to be a little bit different. If so, I'm still feeling the, the pain in my foot or the, the. Yeah. Or I'm the, not getting where I want to be or, you know, I mean, it's like, 
why am I even running? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, my, my first thing is, of course, add in the warm-up. Like, start with the warm-up. Yeah. And by the way, this has been a big thing for years and years, you know, for in running. Most people don't warm up. Right. And even in running groups, they might do a few... You know, and I mean, that's just such a general thing. Like, well, we'll just start slow. Yeah. Well, that's just not the right way to think about it. Or a lot of people, if you're not a solo runner, you start with talking. Yeah. Which is the worst because you're not in yourself at all and you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's the first thing I say is first, let's just get you to even just add the warm up. Right. Even if you do it by yourself at home, if you're in a group, that is the first step. Because once you start to get in the habit of warming up, and to move for running, you have more of it. You're going to have during your run more thoughts of running. Okay. And the more we can get you to connect with just running, then so many other things go away. Like that's the true freedom of running, guys. If you're running with the focus on running, you don't have time to like all that stress you're trying to leave behind actually goes away for that length yeah. of your run. And if you're looking for that warm up, guys, go to our YouTube channel, uh, the 30 Day Reboot. I think the first, definitely the first two or three days she puts the warm-up in so do those first two or three days with the warm-up um and and join us there try that out see how you like it if you're if you're finding it successful then join us in the membership now we're we're closing the membership right now when this podcast comes out. We're going to open again in January, and it's because we're working on some things we're adding. If you're, if you're listening to us, you obviously speak English, but we have quite a few um, non-English as a first language uh people that are in our membership, quite a few that speak Spanish. So we're adding translations. That takes a little bit of time to get the, the website up and running. But we're also going to be adding some, some more of this weight training. Like what do we mean by push-up, like squats, um, kettlebell swings, um, and then how do I, if I can't do a kettlebell swing or I can't or I don't have a kettlebell, Right? Well, How do I? Modification. Yeah, the modification, <laughs> right? So, so we're going to be building that up for January. But definitely come through our 30-day reboot. Take our quiz if you haven't taken our quiz. Find out what is, what I like to say is, what's killing your run? What are you doing incorrectly? What is the movement you're doing incorrectly? And then she gives you a, a what you're doing incorrectly and how to change it. So work with us that way, and then come on to any Wednesday. Um, Valerie goes live in the Facebook. You can ask us questions. If you have a question as you're going through it, shoot a note to support at runnerx.fit, and she'll answer it live on the on the um, on the live for Facebook. And she'll may, might even show you like if there's something you're doing wrong, she can talk you through that. So we have lots of free content out there. But at the end of the day, if you really want to have a coach that's going to watch you run, that's going to watch you do your movement, that's going to check in on those drills so that you're not reinforcing the old patterns, come into the membership. It's three months for that. That's really all we kind of require of you. You can always renew, but if you give us nothing but three months, it will change your running. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 